to the Workforce Connections Podcast, where we discuss workforce development in Southern Nevada. Here's your host. Hi, everybody. I'm Mary Beth Sewald with this edition of the WC Podcast. I am thrilled to be here today. Of course, we're with the Vegas Chamber, the Las Vegas Chamber of Commerce, here today with our chair, Michael Fetter from Dickinson Wright. Michael, thanks for being here. Well, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. Well, you know, this is 2022. I, I think the last two years have been kind of a blur. Uh, I, I like to say the COVID years were like dog years. Um, this is really our first year at the Chamber sort of, I guess what everybody has characterized coming off of the pandemic in a way. And you have taken the chamber, your leadership to a lot of new heights. You know, we were not, we were, you know, at home, we weren't working even at our offices, we weren't having events. And now here we are, things are kind of exploding. How do you feel about it all? Um, I really enjoy it. I mean, I think the thing people have been missing is face-to-face, not Zoom face-to-face, but in-person face-to-face, and going around through events and being there and watching people. They're, they're excited again to be out there in person, to be in meetings, to be in rooms, to network, to socialize. There's so many things that the pandemic took away, but as a business community, it also, as much as the business community came together during the pandemic, I think it brought the community really close together. Getting back face-to-face is now taking it to another level, I believe. I think so, too. And the chamber has been a leader in getting uh, reconvening a lot of people and organizations. And and speaking of all of that, you know, we've got the Washington, D.C. fly in coming up and it will be in person. I remember back in 20, <clears throat> 2020, it was virtual. And now we're going to be back in person again. And we're going to have a record number of people going on this trip under your leadership. Uh, I'm excited. Again, I tell people this all the time. I remember the first time I did the DC fly-in and people told me about it, but until you're there, you don't understand it and experience it. The Vegas chamber and the delegation that comes out to, they come to meet us at the the DC fly-in and it's a room full of business leaders. They are talking about the business issues. Things are important to our Nevada business community and our delegations there meeting with us, policy people there meeting with us. It's It's an amazing opportunity. I describe it and I say it all the time that people understand the importance of the Vegas Chamber. When you go to the D.C. fly-in, to me, you learn the power of the Vegas Chamber. I love that. That's a really interesting way to look at it because with our government affairs apparatus, you know, you can see the power of the chamber in Carson City and on a statewide level. But when you get to Washington, D.C. and you see the literally 180 people that go on this trip along with us and we're there in front of the Nevada delegation and other leaders, it's kind of um, it's kind of mind blowing. It is. You know, I've been to D.C. often and we've, with, the, with the chamber as well, and we're going to our delegation. This is an opportunity for the delegation to come to us. That's how important it is. I mean, it, you're right. It's 180 people, 180 people, decision makers, business decision makers who are there to think about the entire community and what's best for the business community. And they want to hear from us. I mean, it's, it's one of the things when people said to me that before I went my first time, that until you experience it, you won't understand it. I go, I go as often as I can. I actually love it. Um, it's actually energizing to go. Um, I don't look at it as a business trip. I look at it as an, an opportunity for my voice to be heard. And it really is. And with so many people, it, it is really impactful, the number of people, as opposed to just one person talking to our Nevada delegation. It literally is a group of 180 Nevadans from across the entire state. So it's important. It isn't. It's small business, 
medium businesses, large business. We all come together. And one of the things you learn on that trip is how much commonality there is. I mean, there are so many things that all sectors of the business are dealing with right now. Small, medium, large. Everyone's dealing with workforce issues. Um, everyone's dealing with everything that ties into getting that workforce back. Um, the pandemic kind of pushed things in one direction, and now we're trying to pull that workforce back in. And it's everybody's dealing with that at this point in time. That's true. And and the chamber truly is able to move the needle on a lot of important issues for Nevada, certainly Southern Nevada. Um, this year, we're going to be talking about water. That's something you see on the news every day now with the lake levels, Lake Mead, you know, you see boats sticking out of the mud and things like that. We're going to be talking about labor issues, like you said, workforce, healthcare. I mean, you name it. And the chamber is going to be talking about it. And, and again, like I say, moving the needle on things that are important here. Um, what are some of your, I guess, most meaningful memories about things that we were actually able to talk about in D.C.? I remember the first time I went to D.C., one of the biggest issues then was Yucca Mountain. Um, and back then, people were really concerned about that happening again. And, um, and I remember how impactful the group being there and the questions that were being asked, not just, you know, everybody got up and got a chance to, to, to ask questions. And I, that's where I realized, wow, they're listening to us. And it wasn't just our delegation that was listening to us. There were other um, members of Congress from different states that were there as well listening to us. That moved the needle. That, I believe, helped stop the, what were, people were thinking were going to happen with Yucca Mountain. Right? Same thing is happening with respect to now. Water right, is a major element. Um, I believe our delegation and other members of Congress are going to need to listen to us about the importance of dealing with the issues of water. Because once we can, I hate using the word fix the problem, but come to some understanding of how to better resolve and deal with the issue with the water problem. Um, and it's, it's not just within Nevada, it's all the states that utilize Lake Mead. It, that will impact everything else. It impacts the ability to bring in businesses, it impacts the ability to bring in the right workforce. It's, it's a, because I think a lot of people are now concerned about that in terms of bringing that here, in terms of the workforce coming here as well. So there are so many things. But I, the one that I remember at the beginning was the Yucca Mountain impact that the chamber had at that point in time. Yeah, that was certainly an important one. And we continue to go and, and make Nevadans' voices heard on Capitol Hill. So it's really great. Uh, the dates are September 19th through the 22nd. It seems like September sounds like a long ways away, but it's here. Feels like tomorrow. So, You're going to blink and it's here. I know. So we look forward to being able to serve our community in that way. And, of course, we encourage uh, Vegas Chamber members to, to check us out at uh, VegasChamber.com uh, or call us at the Chamber as well. Yeah, it, it is. And, it's, I, I, and I keep on saying this. Come, get, let your voice be heard because it's an opportunity. You know, there may be 180 people there, but every single voice will be heard at that D.C. fly-in. Um, I, you know— we talked about it a second ago, and I mentioned Yucca Mountain, but I remember another thing that was so important. One of the second year that I wound up going was when the Associate Health Plan started coming back and the importance that became and the importance of you, Mary Beth, and the delegation that was there uh, meeting with the Labor Commissioner to get that moving forward. Again, it was this chamber that was at the lead with respect to getting that Associate Health Plan moving forward again. Um, and other chambers were following what you and the executive team and the chamber was doing at that point in time. So again, they, people think Nevada and Southern Nevada, um, our population, it's grown, it's grown to where it is today, that we're not the largest of the community, but we are powerful. 
And I think you really get that when you come to that DC fly. I think so too. Um, and you mentioned the health plans. That was such an important thing for the chamber to be the tip of the spear. And we met, as you mentioned, with Secretary of Labor um, Acosta, Alexander Acosta, and the chamber, the Vegas chamber, was the first in the country to be able to bring that association health plan. And that's so important. And under your leadership, we actually have just implemented what I would call phase two of the health plan. And that's so important because our smallest of members now have an avenue, a pathway to provide healthcare to their own employees. And I know that was uh, a priority of yours in your vision for your your year as chair. It is. Healthcare is so important to everybody. And to be able to provide healthcare to the smallest of businesses at this point in time, it, it was so important. When the Associated Health Plan came back, um, there were some roadblocks that came up, um, and thankfully we'd be able to work through some of those roadblocks and get to the point we are today that almost every business uh, right now in Nevada, if through the chamber, is able to get a health plan, and it's so important. Important to existing businesses, new businesses coming into Nevada, into Southern Nevada. It's, I mean, I, I know personally how important health care is um, with respect to myself, um, and I want, it's so important to me to everybody to have that level of healthcare in Nevada. It is. And it's a, the, one of the other reasons it's important. I mean, we talk about workforce today. We're at Workforce Connections doing the WC podcast. And we talk about workforce and our members at the Vegas Chamber talk to us regularly about how hard it is to attract and retain a quality, talented you know, workforce. And so one of the ways you want to do that is not just pay by any stretch, right? You need benefits. So in addition to having for, for an employer to have high quality, affordable healthcare, um, having a 401k is important too. And the chamber has a retirement plan. It is. I mean, the chamber has so many benefits that it provides to its members. I mean, associate health plan and the associate retirement plan that came out a few years ago. There are certain things that's, you know, it's not even just for small businesses. Um, there's so many costs involved with having a 401k that if you're a member of the chamber and you sign up for the 401k plan, that gets absorbed through that, that you've been able to provide that. I mean, I, you know, we're at a point in time where people think about retirement, and you ha- the only one of the best avenues for that is through the 401k. And for small businesses, medium businesses, it becomes so expensive to do it through the chamber. And admittedly, Mary Beth, through your leadership, that this is truly come out. I mean, the Associated Health Plan, I mean, it's, an, it's a robust plan. I mean, I'm, I'm proud to have been on that committee from the beginning as well and getting it started. Um, and, but it's an amazing plan. I mean, and if, if our members have not looked at it yet, they should. I mean, it's such, it, I've, I can compare it to what my firm offers, and it's as good, if not better, um, than what my firm even offers in terms of the 401k plan. So up to our members that may be listening, if you haven't thought about it, look at it. Look at our associated health plans. Look at our associated retirement plan. Um, there are so many benefits out there for the members of, of the chamber. And joining the chamber is worth that alone. It is. You know, we talk a lot, again, about workforce. And one of the things we identified over the last year, along with County Commissioner Marilyn Kirkpatrick, was that a barrier to bringing back the workforce was health uh, child care actually, because so many parents out there now found themselves having, you know, worked from home for so long that now they don't have a place to, to take their kids for childcare. And so the Vegas Chamber teamed up with uh, Council or uh, Commissioner Marilyn Kirkpatrick to provide free 
memberships to childcare facilities. So that was a great way for us to try to help bolster those childcare facilities. Have you um, encountered any any uh, people in the workforce who have said, "Wow, you know, I would go back to work, but I can't afford to because of child childcare"? Is that anything you've run across? A- absolutely, I've heard that for a long time. Um, we had it in my household, um, you know, with my my daughter. When, when, we, when she was born, it was a number of years ago, but we dealt with that aspect. You balance it. Going back to work, the cost of um, child care, it's expensive. It's not inexpensive. And the fact that we put together this program, um, it's, a, it's an amazing aspect for someone who wants to get back to the workforce and didn't have that support for child care. To have that support now, to be able to get back to the workforce, um, it, gives some, it gives another avenue, another option to people who want to get back in the workforce. And, and it's actually, people don't realize this element of the child care as well. It's so much more important for your child as well to be in there and socializing with young, other young children. It's a skill to learn very early on. I mean, we did that with my daughter when she was younger to get that socialization. When If you're there at home with your child and the child doesn't get that opportunity to socialize, there's an element to that that can impact them later on. So to have that, when you have people who want to get back to work and you give them the option that we now have through the chamber, the coverage with respect to child care, it's a double benefit. You get back someone in the workforce that we need the labor right now, right? We need people to get back there, but it's also so much better for their child to be out there socializing with other kids. Yeah, definitely. So any childcare facilities out there could, should really check out the chamber because we're giving away those free memberships. So it's a huge benefit to that other industry completely. So switching gears a little bit, we're halfway through the year already. It's July. I can't believe it. Um, looking ahead, what are some of your priorities that you still have yet to accomplish for the rest of the year? We've got the fly-in, lots of the we're gearing up for uh, the next legislative session? You know, there's the election that's coming up as well that we're gearing up for. I mean, for me, one of my, we've talked about the associated health plan, the retirement plan. Um, One of the big things for me is creating a better understanding for small businesses, the better understanding of the benefits they get through the chamber. Um, You know, we're in the process of putting together a small business task force to kind of get a better understanding of what small businesses require and what they need from, you know, we talked about them, childcare, um, from, you know, benefits, but also their own form of networking. Small businesses want to work with other small businesses. So I've worked um, hand-in-hand with, with Sean Del Newsom. Um, he's the chair of the Urban Chamber, but he's also a trustee for our chamber. And we've talked about this from the beginning of the year. And so my goal, one of my goals, hopefully by the end of the year, is to have that in place so that it's something continues beyond 2022 into 23 and beyond so that small businesses understand the the full benefits they get from being um, a member of the chamber. Exactly. You touched on something that's critically important, and it's a huge part of the services that the chamber provides, and that is candidate endorsements, talking about the election. And, you know, it's so important for the public, general public, to be educated about the candidates because it's hard to learn about individuals unless you kind of have a barometer of other folks like the Vegas Chamber making those endorsements. So it gives you some level of credibility and comfort as a voter to say, you know, if the Vegas Chamber endorses this candidate, then I can feel comfortable that they would be um, a high quality individual. And I know that you've sat in on all, I think, just about all of the interviews. Tell us about how that works. 
And I wish I could have sat through all of them. I probably sat through a little bit more than half of them. Um, but, you know, one of the things I learned is, again, one of the things about being chair and then joining the Government Affairs Committee is you don't realize the work that Government Affairs Committee puts into it. I mean, we talk about the D.C. element and what the Government Affairs Committee and Paul Morack can do with respect to D.C., but what they do to vet our uh, candidates is amazing. Um, and the goal is to try to find the best business-friendly candidates we can that have the understanding of what it is to be a small business or a medium business or a large business, to all businesses in Southern Nevada, and understand the importance of that. And the amount of work and time and effort that goes into that um, by, the, by Paul and Marek and his team, as well as the Government Affairs Committee and the volunteer hours that go into that, um, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I admittedly, first few meetings I sat through, I listened because I, was, I have not been through the process before. And I was amazed at the amount of time and effort and thought. That's the thing. This is not something that just, you know, you just check a box. This is a lot of thought that goes into each of these candidate interviews, um, dealing with all the important issues, things that you talked about, dealing with, with water, dealing with workforce, dealing with healthcare, all of the important things that get talked to with all the candidates to make sure that the chamber is endorsing those candidates that truly have our business community in mind. And they do it. I mean, they put a lot of effort into that. Um, you know, Chair Hugh Anderson of the committee, um, I mean, he makes sure it gets done and gets done correctly. And the, and the people who show up to do the interviews, I mean, they're taking it seriously. And it's a lot of time and effort. So I'm proud to have been on that committee. I'm proud to have been involved with it this year. And I'm proud of the endorsements that they did make this year, um, you know, and across party lines as well. Uh, and it's, it's important because it was really focusing on the business community. You brought up the next point I was going to make, across party lines. For anybody who doesn't really understand, some think, it's funny, some people think the chamber leans Democrat, some people think the chamber leans Republican. Um, kind of dispel that myth a little bit for us. I would tell you the chamber leads towards what's best for the business community. Um, and that candidate who has the best interest of the community, not their party, right? They, you know, there's, there's an element in today's world, and I, I you not have to get into that in terms of politics, that things are being pulled towards certain elements of extremes. Vegas Chamber, the Government Affairs Committee, focus upon the candidates that really want to work towards what's best towards the business community. And I, I tell you, it's, it's being done that way. Um, and it doesn't make a difference if you're a Republican, Democrat, or an independent. We're endorsing people across all party lines for that because we really focus on who has the business community's interests at heart. And when we talk about the business community, it could sound a little impersonal, um, but truly we are uh, not only pro-employer, but the chamber is pro-employee as well. And so when we're when we go to endorse our candidates, like you just said, um, we're looking for individuals who have the employer and employee uh, best interest at heart for, because truly small business across Nevada, it's the, the lifeblood and the fabric of our community. It, it really is. And within that element, when, when we're talking about it, we're, again, we talk about the associated health plan, the associated retirement plan, affordable housing is, is very important in terms of talking about that because that impacts workforce. It all comes back to that because that's all we need to support our businesses, especially our small businesses. 
Well, Chair Fetter, you've done so much. I know we're only halfway through the year. We've got a lot of work still to go, um, but we appreciate your leadership. And uh, is if there's anything else you want to chat about today? You know, I, when I was first asked to be chair, you know, it, you, you, you don't understand what the full scope of it is. I'm proud to have been chair. Of, I'm proud to be chair and continue to be chair for the rest of this year because of what, admittedly, and I said earlier, what you, Mary Beth, and your team does. I mean, there's a lot of discussion and a lot of reference about, and I say this to you all the time, and I'm going to put it on the record with respect <laughs> to this as well. You know, there's a lot of focus on being the chair, but it's your guidance, your leadership, um, you know, with the rec- rest of the executive team, you know, Paul, you know, Jose, I'm going to miss other people as well with respect to it all. But that team, you know, people don't understand how dedicated that team is, your team is, you are, to the business community. Um, people can see because you guys are everywhere, but everywhere you go, you always have the business community at heart. And I am proud to be part of that. I'm proud to be chair of the trustees that get to watch it, that what you do. And, you know, if anyone ever has a question about what the chamber does, I will tell you, I've learned this year, the chamber has, the chamber since the pandemic and before have done it. But it has, in my being there as often as I am now, I can see that light. And it's not just the end of the tunnel. I'm in the tunnel with everybody, and it's, it's amazing. So I'm proud to be a part of the chamber. I've always been proud to be a trustee. I'm pr- so proud to be the chair, and I'm very proud to work hand-in-hand with you this past year and to reach these goals that we've talked about. Oh, wow. Or to achieve them, I should say. The goals uh, absolutely. And thank about. you. I mean, I appreciate I'm humbled by your words. Um, we couldn't do it without a, a stellar board of trustees and leadership like you and the rest of the board at the Vegas Chamber. So thank you. My pleasure. All it's right. It's been fun. And oh. we'll continue having yes, fun. Yes, we will. We have some more work to <laughs> we do. We do. We do. And when I say being having fun, it's working. Uh, I, my philosophy, just to be real quick on this, is you achieve goals. Sometimes you, have to, you, are, you do have to be serious, but you can do it in a manner that doesn't always feel serious. And that's what I meant. So it's a lot of hard work, but, and we're, we're going to get there. And at the same time, we'll have a little bit of fun achieving those and watching the businesses realize what we're achieving. Absolutely. Well, thank you again so much for your leadership uh, at the Vegas Chamber. And thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. All right. And thank you for watching this edition of the WC Podcast. I'm Mary Beth Seewald with the Vegas Chamber. Thank you.